the Baltimore Ravens sign a quarterback. We talk about Malik Cunningham, what his signing means for the potential future of Tyler Huntley in Baltimore, and a lot more coming up on this instant reaction episode of Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravens Wire, coming at you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. As always, thank you so much for being here. This is an afternoon episode of Locked On Ravens and making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcasts and platforms. So if you like watching in video form, you can subscribe on YouTube. If you like listening to your shows, you can follow along wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by Game Time. Down the Game Time app, create an account. Use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We are a five day a week Ravens podcast. Well, this week we're actually seven days a week. We have live streams after every single Ravens game and after big news. So you can subscribe on YouTube again, follow along in audio form again. Same show, audio and video. So you're not missing out on any content. If you want to watch one day, listen another and welcome into maybe any Louisville Cardinal fans we have in the stream here today or listening afterwards because Malik Cunningham has been signed off of the New England Patriots practice squad to the Baltimore Ravens. You might be thinking, well, Kevin, it's a backup quarterback. Why are you going live for quote unquote big news if it's a backup? And I hear you. I, I do. But I think it has an impact, not even necessarily on this season's team and hopefully not. Hopefully Lamar can stay healthy. But I think it does have an impact on what the team could look like in 2024 and beyond, specifically with Tyler Huntley. So we'll talk about that on today's show. And also we'll, we'll make it a topic of tomorrow's show also, because I do think it is that big of a point. So we'll talk with Lee Cunningham, just who is he? What is his background? Why did the Patriots have him on their practice squad instead of having him on their active roster? Then we'll talk about maybe if he's the quarterback two of the future for the Ravens, maybe Lamar Jackson's long-term backup in Baltimore. And then we will look at some Tyler Huntley notes and, and what the future could be before, again, we do a deeper dive into that on tomorrow's episode. But we have the, the chat right now. It's, a, it's an afternoon stream here. It's, I think this might be the earliest Locked on Ravens live stream I've ever done. We have Brian in the chat, Raven 76 b more coming in, Black Daniels in the chat here as well. We got, we got the comments going. Brian's saying it's a great signing. Let's get into the signing here first. Cunningham comes from the Ravens, well, comes from the Patriots to the Ravens from the Patriots practice squad. And I think a lot of people, they, they knew about the connection, right? Malik Cunningham spent five years at Louisville and put up amazing numbers, to be honest. Didn't really play his freshman year, but he put up 9,664 passing yards on a 62.2 completion percentage with 70 passing touchdowns compared to just 29 interceptions. And then if you want to talk about his rushing, he put up 3,182 yards on 5.1 yards per carry, 50 total touchdowns, including 20 rushing touchdowns in 2021. You might, well, those are Lamar-type stats, right? I mean, he he was incredible for Louisville. Now, him as a prospect coming out of college. I think a lot of people had him as a late-round pick, undrafted guy. The Patriots obviously pick him up. For him, we know he's a dynamic athlete, and his passing actually, when he gets in a rhythm a little bit, you see you see it on the tape when you watch it on the highlights. When he's, he's feeling himself, he, he feels like he's in that moment, 
He does have good accuracy, but I think it was a little inconsistent as well. He has the burst. He's someone who fits what the Ravens are doing right now, obviously with Lamar. But for him, you look at some of the weaknesses, chart out the deep passing stats. PFF did it, completed just 31% of his deep throws in 2022, his final year in college. Also, he is a bit on the narrower side, at least coming out he was. But you hear Bill O'Brien talk about him and said that he was one of the Ravens, or the Ravens, he's a Raven now, but one of the Patriots' most improved practice squad players. So it seems like he's a sponge, he's a learner, he's quick to learn. And to me, with the Ravens quarterback situation right now, again, we know the connection between Lamar and Malik Cunningham, both Louisville Cardinals spent 2017 together, kind of a passing year. That was Lamar's final year in college and Malik Cunningham's first year. But they've been connected together ever since then. And now they reunite six years later in Baltimore. And for a lot of people, I think the realization is for Tyler Huntley, which we will get to throughout the course of the show here. I, I don't really know what this means for Tyler Huntley. I think there is a sense of what it could mean, especially because of what could happen with him being an unrestricted free agent in 2024. What does his long-term future look like in Baltimore? It might not look great in Baltimore. And I think Huntley deserves a shot to start elsewhere, at least have a chance to win a starting job. We know that's not happening in Baltimore. So is this a move for the future for the Ravens to get a guy in? And I think it's a good move by Eric DaCosta just to be able to get Cunningham in, learn the system a little bit, and not have to maybe start that in the offseason. You know, you can have Malik Cunningham work out, whether in Baltimore or somewhere else, work out with Lamar, get the connection with the guys. And then if Tyler Huntley does leave in 2024, you have a young quarterback on a solid contract that you can, again, kind of mold into that future quarterback too. And with the way that the three-quarterback rule does work here, now the Ravens have four, actually. I'm not quite sure how it works with four. But you get the third quarterback on the 53-man roster. Now, the subsequent move to this was Devin DuVernay got moved to injured reserve with his back injury in Rappaport of NFL Network saying he should be good to go by the playoffs. So at this point, Tylen Wallace, who we know is the hero from Sunday, will probably have that job, right? He's definitely earned it. But then we'll see probably Pepe Williams come off of injured reserve and any other moves that happen over the course of the day we'll cover on tomorrow's episode. But at this point, I mean, you look at, what's going on with the Ravens and kind of where they have to maneuver in free agency. It's almost kind of a future thing when you look at it, because the Ravens, we know who they have to resign, right? It's not just Tyler Huntley, who they, who's going to be an unrestricted free agent. That's the matter. BK, Patrick Queen, Geno Stone, Jadavian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, Michael Pierce, Gus Edwards, Odo Beckham Jr., Kevin Zeitler. The list goes on from that. That's already a huge crop of guys you're going to have to make decisions on for Tyler Huntley. Let's a contract I kind of saw floated out there for Huntley in terms of worth. Maybe he gets like two years, 10 million. Maybe that's what he gets. Five million for a backup quarterback with the Ravens just signing their guy. It's not a terrible deal, but when you when you look at the Ravens free agent class and what Baltimore actually has, can they afford five million for a backup quarterback? Maybe they sign just Matabike to a big deal. Does Patrick Queen come back? Does Odell get a bigger deal? So you have to kind of look at that as well. Dr. Dre complaining a bit about the run defense here. I, I hear you, Dre. I, I hear you about the run. At this point, though, I don't really know. Like, Nanamik and Sue, you, you mentioned it in the comment there. They could still sign a guy like Nanamik and Sue. They still have an open roster spot after this signing. It was the move Cunningham for Duvernay, essentially. If you bring back Pepe Williams from the reserve, that fills that. But there are still other holes 
that the Ravens have and run defense is definitely one. We saw Kyron Williams kind of tear the run defense up a little bit for Baltimore last week. I don't think this rules out the Ravens from signing a guy like Namakinsu, but at this point, maybe they just like their guys enough. I don't know. Something does have to give with that run defense. It has not been great for the most part this season. They've had good games, but they've, they've had also really bad games as well. And a good point here by Brian is the fact that he can play more than quarterback and the Patriots gave him a shot at returner. I think, I think they looked at him at wide receiver a little bit. Now I think he is a talented quarterback. I think you look at this move and not say, Oh, they're going to move him to wide out. He's going to move the returner. This to me is a move where I think Baltimore is looking at him as a potential backup quarterback option. I don't think this is returner or this is wide receiver or any, any, anything like that. This is a quarterback move in my opinion as well. See Eric Clark in the chat here. That's my guy. I appreciate you tuning in, Eric. I appreciate it a lot. And uh, I see Camden saying he's a Louisville fan and a Ravens fan. This is amazing. Yeah, see the Louisville connection. Maybe we get, you know, we've heard the Alabama connection for the Ravens, the, the Oklahoma connection. Maybe we get the Louisville pipeline coming in. And I think uh, my pick would be Jair Alexander if we're talking Louisville ads next. Although it's probably never going to happen, but, um, but hopefully maybe there, there's a shot as well. But yeah, at this point, I think with, Baltimore, their quarterback situation for this year. We know what it is, right? Hopefully Lamar can stay healthy. If Lamar can't, it's going to be Tyler Huntley. I think Josh Johnson, once Duvernay comes back or once they bring somebody else back and they need a roster spot, I think Josh Johnson probably goes. I think it's unrealistic and honestly not smart roster maneuvering if it's a four-quarterback solution long-term. Go ahead and you can put Josh Johnson on the practice squad if you want to, right? That's fine. I just think that four quarterbacks now at this point in the year, you need bodies at other positions. Maybe you sign another defensive tackle Three quarterbacks is uh, the way to go at this point. I, I do not think it's four as well. Raven 76 B more saying Malik has great potential. Yeah, I mean, you got to stay ready. You know, teams are always looking to improve, and the Ravens, their goals, they, they have to stay focused on this year, right? But that doesn't mean there isn't a season after this. It doesn't mean that Cunningham can't help right now in terms of not being the quarterback, obviously, but coming in and getting him the help of, hey, we're going to put you in this system. We're going to help you learn it now. It's a jump start for them. And I think that's a really other part, a good part of it too, as well. And, and Huntley deserves that starting spot for another team. Again, it's not going to happen in Baltimore. At least he deserves a chance at that. And coming up in the second part of the show, we will talk a bit about if Malik Cunningham, if this is the way that Eric DaCosta and the Ravens are signaling the new future quarterback too could be in the works for the Ravens. So be sure to stay tuned for that. We still have a lot of quarterback talk to get to on this live instant reaction edition of Locked on Ravens, talking with you after the Ravens, Simon Lee Cunningham from the New England Patriots practice squad. First, this episode of Locked on Ravens is brought to you by Game Time. And there have been a lot of frustrating ticket buying experiences in my life. I mean, sometimes I'll look and there, there won't be any great deals. I can't find those last minute tickets. There are just a bunch of problems that I, I run into a lot of the time, but you shouldn't have to worry about all that because game time is the place and the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They have killer last minute deals, all in prices, views for your seat and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And obviously the Ravens, they have some big games coming up at home, don't they? They, they travel to Jacksonville, travel to San Francisco, but they round out their season with that huge week 17 name against Miami. And of course the finale against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 18 and game time has views from all the season, the menu plus lowest price guarantees, event cancellation protection and job loss protection. Plus so much more game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can buy tickets and seconds with two taps and they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on your tickets with zone deals. You pick the section and game time picks seats for an average of 18% savings. You can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time down the game time app, create an account. 
Use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code LOCKDOWNNFL. Spell L-O-C-K-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download game time to the last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We're back. Our second seven of Locked On Ravens live on a Tuesday afternoon. I never thought I'd be going live on a Tuesday afternoon during the season because of a move. But, hey, the Ravens signed Malik Cunningham from the Ravens practice squad. Could have some big implications in the future. I said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go live here. We have the chat coming up. If you tune in for these live streams, again, we go live every single Sunday or whenever the game happens for the Ravens, plus after any big news that happened as well. And if you missed the live streams, you can tune in after the fact in video form or check them out in audio form as well. And yeah, Ravens 76 B more the point we left off with about the quarterback too. Tyler Huntley might be starting next season somewhere. And he agrees that it's a great move by Eric DaCosta. I do too. Again, it's not a move that's going to have, that's going to help a ton this year, right? It's just getting depth, making sure that you have options. If Tyler Huntley goes and demands a big contract from somewhere, a team sees that potential. Huntley went three and five as a starter for Lamar these past two seasons. We, we know some of the strengths and weaknesses with Tyler, obviously. I think the short and intermediate passing game with him, it's honestly not terrible. It's not bad. But the deep ball, we talk about Lamar's deep ball. We've been talking about it all season. Tyler Huntley's deep ball just seemed like he could never hit one. I mean, you look at that Buffalo. I mean, the one that sticks out to me, there are a few, but the Buffalo playoff game where Lamar gets concussed, Huntley comes in, and he has Marquise Brown streaking down the sideline wide open. He can't hit that. From Lee Cunningham, I'm not saying that, oh, you know, he's a better option than Tyler Huntley right now, but I think at this point you have to look at the facts, and we'll get to it in the final part of the show with more talking about Tyler, but we know that he's kind of been a restricted free agent. Would he be traded to a team that needs a quarterback? There are teams that are looking for a guy like that. And there are some teams right now at backups, you know, teams that have lost their quarterback for the year that would probably welcome Tyler Huntley in and say, you know what, we could definitely use this guy and he's better than their backup option. So I think that a team will probably go and give Tyler Huntley maybe more than the Ravens want to pay at this point for a backup. When you see the free agents they have coming down the pipeline, especially this offseason. And so for Baltimore, getting Malik Cunningham in here now, to me at least, I think is a very smart move here. Just scrolling through the chat a little bit as well. I really appreciate everybody who's tuning in again. It's really awesome to interact with all the people who are tuning in on the live here. Ryan saying, Zay Flowers and Malik Cunningham, two of my top three favorites in the draft. Joey Porter Jr. was the other, but we don't (laughs) Don't mention Joey Porter Jr. We don't mention the Steelers here on Locked on Ravens, only when we have to, but yeah. I think that a lot of people wanted Malik as the maybe the last pick in that draft. They'll get him as an undrafted guy. But again, the Patriots scoop him up. And part of the reason, I think the question here is, well, why do the Patriots have him on their practice squad? The answer is, I don't know. I, I really don't know. They had him on their roster. They cut him. They brought him back to the practice squad. And Trent Brown, who's the Patriots offensive tackle, he posted on Instagram, posted a story of Malik Cunningham and said, Go ball out in a place where your talent is respected. That's not exactly what upload the exact quote here in a second. I'm, I'm getting it quickly. But Trent Brown, a sense of maybe unhappiness, d- discontent with the Patriots. The actual quote was, go flourish where your talent is respected. So, again, I don't get it because the Patriots all season, they've been starting Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. You, you cannot tell me with the way the Patriots season has gone that they shouldn't have at least given Malik Cunningham a shot, right? I mean – Mac Jones has looked terrible. He's not the answer there. Bailey Zappi is not the answer either. I mean, at this point, he's better than Mac Jones. But Malik Cunningham is dynamic. He has potential. And look, he's a raw player right now. Definitely has to grow into more of an NFL role here. But 
the Patriots season is gone. It's lost. Why not give a guy who could maybe be something at the next level? We know Mac Jones is not it. We know Bailey Zappi is not it as well. I mean, where's the harm? Where's the harm in doing it? I think the Ravens, I don't want to say they caught a break because, I mean, like they didn't. They made a good move. But the Patriots kind of helped them out here, I think, because it gives them an option for 2024 without having to surrender anything this year. And he gets a guy in early. That's the big thing as well also. But yeah, you look at what Black Daniels has to say here. Look around the league, how quarterbacks are going down. Snoop could very well have a market. I, I think too, you're going to probably see Huntley get a contract this off season that the Ravens probably just won't want to pay because they know who they have to pay. They know what they want to do. And whether it's $4 million per season, $5 million per season, $6 million per season, having a cost-controlled player like Malik Cunningham, who, again, is a young guy and can grow into a role. Now, I, I got a comment when I was kind of teasing going live on, on social media. He said, go live so we can talk about how hopefully he never sees the field, Malik Cunningham. And, and look, ideally, that's the goal. You want you want Lamar healthy. You want Lamar playing. So, if Malik Cunningham's the backup quarterback, you don't want him to see the field. You want Lamar out there. You want Malik Cunningham or whoever it is, whether it's Tyler Huntley time, Malik Cunningham time. You want that guy to come in late in the fourth quarter and blow out. So you don't want to have Malik Cunningham or Tyler Huntley or anybody starting games for you because that means Lamar's hurt or Lamar's gone. And that's not what you want. But to have something like this move, it's weird. Like mid-December, the Ravens are getting somebody who I think a lot of people would have really liked to have on their practice squad as a, as a developmental piece. Baltimore keeps them on their active roster for the, I think it's three weeks before you can kind of make a move there because they signed them from the practice squad to the active roster. But yeah, Baltimore has a lot of options now when it comes to not only this year, again, I don't, I don't view this as a this year move, right? I think it's a next year move that they can evaluate their options. And I think it maybe does mean the end of Tyler Huntley time in Baltimore, which Again, I don't think is the worst thing in the world for the Ravens. Huntley has really helped out Baltimore in a lot of ways, kind of holding down the fort. But I think there hasn't been as much growth as I would have hoped for from Tyler Huntley. And Malik Cunningham, I think, is is really – he's a really respectful – I mean, we talk about how respectful Lamar is. Malik Cunningham's just a good dude as well, too. I mean, you could t- talk about the, uh, the statement he put out after. He talked about how he wanted to thank his time with the Patriots, Mr. Kraft. Coach Belichick gave him the opportunity to play with the Patriots. He learned a lot as well. And he also said he wants to be a coach one day. So talking about he was one of the greatest of all greatest of all time. But he said that it feels like it's a good opportunity for him with the Ravens. He's excited to be a Baltimore Raven as well. So at this point, you know, we got reports from Jamison Hensley that said the Ravens plan on keeping all four quarterbacks on the 53-man roster, which, again, I would personally go three. I, I would not have four quarterbacks at this point as well. But I don't know at this point also. John saying the Panthers are taking a quarterback high next year. That's probably why they let him go. The Panthers, they got Bryce. I don't know if they're going to take a quarterback high. I think they, they're going to give Bryce Young a shot. But maybe he's a backup, right? Maybe you get a, a Huntley-Bryce Young quarterback room. Maybe that's what happens as well. Uh, let's see. T-D-O-G-X. Got to read out those letters. Quarterbacks is the last position of depth needed. Smell something is up with the other two. Remember, we have Anthony Brown. Williams. I don't think Anthony Brown's on the practice squad. I think they, they signed with the practice squad, then they cut him. I don't remember them re-signing him back. Maybe I'm mistaken. I'll, I, I'll try to look it up when I can. But I don't think he's on the practice squad as well. Uh, e. Nonex saying, late to the party, but shocked at the move. Now who's hurt? No one's hurt. 
Uh, I just think this is a move the Ravens could afford to make because of their position right now, their standing, and the fact that there is some question. There are some questions surrounding Tyler Huntley at this point. TDOGX saying thought Pepe was getting that spot. They made a subsequent move. Devin Duvernay got put on injured reserve. So it was essentially Malik Cunningham for Devin Duvernay. Duvernay is expected back for the playoffs. So there is still an open roster spot for Pepe to come back. That's the move that I'm expecting to happen for that empty one. And yeah, Black Daniel saying, you know, EDC is all about leverage. Once again, a chess piece. And I see Nonick saying chess pieces have value. He has value to the Ravens, right? Doesn't have value right now, but he has value to the Ravens because he's a cost control, cheap option. They can move. And if they move on from Tyler Huntley, they can have him for 2024 as well. Lamar is saying Huntley getting paid next year. The Jets or Panthers. Jets would be solid. I could see him on the Jets. And we know that the, <laughs> we know that maybe Giants, right? The New York Giants with the New York Ravens, same thing with the New York Jets too. Those two teams love signing Ravens players, love getting Ravens players. So maybe Huntley goes there. But let's talk about Tyler Huntley a little more in the final part of the show. Coming up, we'll talk about what this move means in a vacuum for Tyler Huntley for 2024. And if his time in Baltimore is coming to an end. So be sure to stay tuned. A lot still to get to on this live instant reaction afternoon edition of Locked On Ravens. First, this episode is brought to you by DoorDash. And I don't know if you're a food person, but me personally, I definitely am. And when I'm watching a game, sometimes I want to go get a snack at halftime or during a timeout, but there might be nothing there for me sometimes. In fact, there isn't food sometimes when I'm there. That's when I know it's time to order in with DoorDash. And maybe you're putting together an event for the game, right? So game day, party you can order some pizza wings sodas burgers even just buns on doordash and get it all delivered without missing the game or if you're a big snack person you can get the chips the dips and nachos everything you need to make your own nachos on doordash get it all delivered without missing the game as well so many options in the baltimore area for me a couple of my favorites i've laid them out sushi hana for sushi underground pizza for pizza and you can get prepared before game day as well. Stock up on your favorite appetizers. Order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash and get ready to watch your team. You can get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you get out of the DoorDash app, and the code LOCK33. Subject to change, terms apply. Plus, you can have all your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery. They're all in the app, so you can shop everything you need to get game day ready. Again, 50% off the $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you get out of the DoorDash app, and the code LOCK33. Subject to change, terms apply. One more time. Don't forget to use code LOCK33. 50% off up to $10 violin and first order when you download the DoorDash app, spend $15 or more subject to change terms apply. We're back. Our final segment of Locked On Ravens rounding out this Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. I appreciate everybody who's tuning in live with me here about 2.20 p.m. Eastern time right now. If you aren't, though, if you're watching after the fact, listening after the fact, don't worry. You can still catch live shows. We do other ones every Sunday or whenever the Ravens play after the games, plus every piece of Ravens big news. Be sure to subscribe, follow along in audio form and video form, because we will have an episode tomorrow, more on Tyler Huntley's future, which we'll get to a little bit now. We'll, we'll dive more in depth on that in tomorrow's episode. But also, you can subscribe for our five-day-a-week Ravens content, and we also do live content on any other piece of Ravens news as well. Plus, you can subscribe on subtext for exclusive text conversations and more. Tyler Huntley, interesting conversation point. A player that I think is a backup is a solid guy, but is a starter, you put him in, hasn't really lived up to, I don't know if it's expect, I don't know if, if the word is expectations because obviously Lamar's the guy if Lamar goes out doesn't really matter who steps in. He's not going to be Lamar. You, you can try. You can do your best. Huntley has had some moments in a Ravens uniform. But with the reality that Huntley is facing, I think he at least he deserves at least a shot, right? At least a shot to go and earn a quarterback job somewhere. 
And as I've said on this show and many other times you've been listening to me every single day, it's not going to be in Baltimore as long as Lamar Jackson's there. It's just not. Lamar is the guy in Baltimore. If Tyler Huntley were to stay, Huntley would be the backup in Baltimore. That's how it works. So mentioning teams, I talked about a few of them, and we've seen a couple in the chat. Panthers, Jets, Giants. I don't know what happens. Maybe Arizona moves on from Kyler Murray, but they'd probably take a quarterback in the draft. This is a deep quarterback class right now in terms of not only the draft, but free agents and maybe trade candidates. You know, Kirk Cousins tears his ACL. And, you know, you look at other quarterback options in the class. It's Baker Mayfield. I think Huntley's, he might not be the best option, but he is towards the top. I don't know. There's a lot to look at with the future of Huntley. But if the if a team like the Jets or the Giants goes and gives them two years, 12 million, two years, 10 million, two years, 15 million. Do we really think, is it realistic for the Ravens to go and match that offer when, as again, I mentioned this list at the the top of the show, when they have Justin Matabike and Patrick Queen and Geno Stone and all those guys to re-sign? I mean, there are options for them to save money, restructures, dead cap hits, and, and cap savings off of releasing guys. But if Malik Cunningham can come in, learn the system, and even if he's objectively a little worse, a little less polished than Tyler Huntley is right now, There's potential for him to grow into a role, grow into a backup. And at this point, there's a little bit to look at with Huntley's future because I don't necessarily know at this point where the Ravens go if they don't go Huntley. There was always that question of would they bring in a a veteran backup? Would it be more of like a Carson Wentz type? And I'm very glad it was not a Carson Wentz type. But Malik Cunningham gives the Ravens flexibility, I think, a little more off-season flexibility when it comes to this move as well. So I, I like it. Again, it's not a move that's going to move a needle this year, but it gives you a little bit of a sense of, okay, maybe there's now an answer to a question. I'm not saying it's, you know, Huntley could resign in Baltimore. I'm not saying that, oh, Malik Cunningham signed. It's over for Tyler Huntley. It's He's done. There's no question about it. He's, there's still a possibility Huntley does resign, but I don't know. At, the, at this point, they're – is a little bit more of an answer to me to the Huntley question than there was, you know, a couple hours ago. James uh, asking Khaki Kev, thank you for using the nickname, by the way. Khaki Kev is my nickname. I'm a very big khaki wearer. But he says, do you know if Malik and Lamar are already friends? They're connected. They are. You know, they've been connected since 2017 at Louisville. It was a year in passing, as I mentioned at the top of the show there. Lamar, last year at Louisville, 2017. Cunningham's first year at Louisville was 2017. But they are. I think that, you know, this is something that's going to be awesome for both guys to kind of reunite in Baltimore and get closer with one another. Lamar and Tyler Huntley are also their friends, too, right? Lamar, Lamar just has friends on friends on friends in that quarterback room. But it's an underrated part of it, too. Lamar and Malik already are familiar with each other as well. So it's going to be interesting. No next saying. I always like the fact that Snoop and Anthony Brown were not like Lamar. Of course, defenses do adapt. I think Cunningham's a little more like Lamar. Where's the plus? I mean, Cunningham and Lamar are similar, but I also think Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown are both similar to Lamar also. I think that, you know, with Huntley and Anthony Brown, it's not like they're not like Lamar players. I think that Cunningham, it's more so like Cunningham is a little more like slender, I guess, right now. He, he's not necessarily filled out. So you're talking about agility and elusiveness and kind of the, the juking and, and the lightning in a bottle. Malik Cunningham is that. But I don't think that the difference between 
Huntley, Brown, and Cunningham is so vastly big where it's going to be, oh, defenses can't adjust and everything like that. So I still think that there are pluses to it as well. Raven 76 b more saying, I'm praying Huntley don't go to the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, that'd be something, wouldn't it? I think the Steelers will – honestly, my hot take is the Steelers are going to go get Kyler Murray from the Cardinals. I know there's all this conversation about Kyler staying in Arizona. I would, I would hate it. I think Kyler would be a good fit in Pittsburgh. But if Huntley goes to Pittsburgh, I think it'd be a little bit of a, oh, you, you're kind of ripping their heart out a little bit there. So, again, you get a move like this in December. It's not going to help a ton this year. If Lamar stays healthy, it's going to be Lamar. If Lamar gets injured, it's going to be Huntley, right? That, that's what it is at this point. But I don't necessarily think that you look to 2024 and you say, oh, well, this doesn't help at all, right? I think it does. And, again, I don't expect Josh Johnson to be back. Maybe the Ravens do bring in another veteran. They do the three-quarterback rule. But I do like a quarterback room if Huntley does stay. I do like a quarterback room of Lamar, Tyler Huntley, and Malik Cunningham. But at this point, I think if you're looking at – if you are Tyler Huntley, you're looking at your NFL career, you have proven that, hey, you know what, you can go out there and win some games. Wasn't necessarily the prettiest thing in the world. But I don't know. I feel like Baltimore does have flexibility and options here as well. And Brandon saying some Todd Munkin things. Uh, well, he says, I think you meant Todd Munkin here, Brandon, but it's been with the Ravens for a year. What system the system might change next year? It could. It could. I mean, look, if the Ravens have a disappointing playoff run, John Harbaugh, maybe in that situation, he does get moved on from, he gets fired. But at this point, if Harbaugh goes, then the new head coach is going to bring in somebody else to be the offensive coordinator. The whole system changes. I mean, maybe it's Mike McDonald, right? Maybe not a lot changes. But if it's an outside hire, the system probably does change. So, again, you can't look too, too far ahead with, with signings like these, Brandon. I do think you make a good point there. But assuming, I'm just, again, assuming everything stays the same and Munkin is back and Harbaugh is back, I do think that it gives the Ravens an advantage to get Cunningham in now to start learning the system as opposed to maybe the Patriots move on. They bring him in the offseason. It's a little bit more of a learning curve. You know how – you know. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give another Nuggets example. People who listen to me every day are so sick and tired of it, I, <laughs> I can imagine. But I'm going to do it. Reggie Jackson signs with the Nuggets as a buyout guy last season. Doesn't play a lot when he does play. It's really bad. It's, it's really, really bad. Jackson's like he's 34 years old at this point, comes in as a veteran, and they were expecting him to be, oh, he's this veteran backup point guard, right? But he doesn't play. But it gives him the opportunity to, one, learn the system when he's there, two, in the offseason, he stayed in Denver a lot worked with the coaches, worked with the players, and he's had a resurgence in Denver this season. So I'm not Cunningham hasn't there's no room for resurgence because he hasn't broken out or anything like that yet. But I think it does give it, it's an advantage. I do think it's an advantage where everything happens and stays the way it is. And John saying Malik's 10 yard split is 1.51. Zay's is 1.53. He's quick. Yeah the, the Ravens on offense, well, honestly the whole team, they, they've taken identities. And that I just I wanted them to find identities and just stick with them over the last few years. They were kind of shifting and, and flipping on what their identities were. But this team is a, it's a speed team receiver wise. It's a route running receiver room, right? They, they have identities and they're fully embracing those and, and physicality as well on the defensive side of the ball. You talk about that Ravens defense. What's the first word that comes to mind for you? For me, it's it's hundred percent physical. Peter saying, wonder if the Ravens have any plans to use Cunningham at all this year. Maybe we see a package with him. Again, as a quarterback, we're not going to see it as Lamar. But maybe as a package thing, they'll use him. They had the Heisman package back in 2019. So it'd be really cool. <laughs> it'd be really cool if they were to use him. It's kind of like the uh, the Louisville package. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it that, the Louisville package there 
in Baltimore. But I appreciate everybody for tuning into this live stream, an impromptu Tuesday afternoon one. We put out a show earlier today about the Ravens, how they became overnight favorites to win the AFC and get that number one seed. So after this one, be sure to tune into that. Tune into our Monday episode where we talk about Lamar Jackson's MVP odds, how he increased those. And we'll be back right here tomorrow talking about if the town of Hunley era in Baltimore is officially coming to an end, be sure to subscribe on YouTube, follow along in audio form, tell a friend, tell a family member as well. You can listen audio form, watch video form. We have it covered five days a week, plus more on Locked on Ravens. Coming up tomorrow, again, more Ravens content. So be sure to stay tuned. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Locked on Ravens.